Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. Whatever I prepared, everything is confirmed, presented, even taken your commitment and your declaration. But I do not know what to share. But still, whatever God inspired in my heart for us for this year, I will share with you just as a as a outlines because everything is detailed we have prayed word to word every point what came to us or god led us through a pastor and also we have prayed together as a confession and also as a declaration today actually it was in my mind for quite long time and that we know that how god put the give the promises of this year and uh, that itself is a sign that we have printed our calendars and uh, promises came and uh, this year is totally different and uh, there will be a changes in each and every one of our life today i taken a scripture from colossians chapter 4 from verse 2 to 6 let us turn to colossians chapter 4 from verse 2 to 6 continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving meanwhile praying also for us that god would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of christ for which i am also in chains that i may make it manifest as i have to speak walk in wisdom toward those who are outside redeeming the time let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt that you may know how you have to answer each one it is about already as it came <coughs> about the evangelism about the prayer and whatever we take it and today the i title this message develop your prayer life that is what god wants each and every one of us when you look at or remember look behind of your personal life i cannot judge you but you know by yourself how far your prayer life how close you are the basically what god wants it prayer is the only way we can come closer to god that's what god who is inspiring in my heart every one of us that's why time and again i keep on telling whenever you come to presence of god and whenever you come to pray first of all you sense the presence of god then you can pray it is not that you are taking speaking to something somebody whether they hear it or not you can pray and you go of your own no there are many definitions and prayer is a, by your individual experience you can give if i ask you the definition for prayer everyone can give any different definition there is not one simply if you can take it just speaking to god that's it but speaking to god means first of all you should know just imagine you are speaking to somebody means if the person is not attentive to you you may not speaking that person is standing or facing that side you cannot speak behind oh what are they think whether they hear or not you do not know but whenever you speak to a person you always bring their attention to hear you am i right am i right 
So how many of us are very mindful of bringing the attention of God whenever you pray? First of all, sensing his presence is there. So based on that, there are many things. How important it is for us. <clears throat> First of all, it is a commandment that everyone to pray. Those who are obeying to the Lord, only they will pray. Their prayer must be the part of our life. Like, instead of being something we do every day, like breathing, eating, walking, and talking, it seems to have become like the little glasses of cover. There are, you, can, you know, just there are emergency glasses are there. So whenever there is an just you knock it. So it is not like that. It is, our prayer should be relationship prayer, relational prayer. Coming closer, developing our relationship. See, what are the things that came, even in the exhortation itself. We should, our prayer life will develop our relationship with the Lord. Say amen if you believe it. And when our, whenever we pray, we should see and make sure that we are closer with God. We cannot talk far from him. If somebody is very far, you cannot talk from here. Speak to him, whatever, whether you wanted to. First of all, you should go near. Bring the attention. Come closer. This is what God is going to promise you this year. And God wants each and every one of us. Not as a, just a nominal Christian or whatever you are called as, even though we are believers, as a believer, of course, we have a privilege. We are blessed. We are his children. No doubt about it. But what kind of average you know by yourself? How many children you have? How, many, how, how your relationship with your children? But in the same way, God also expects each and every one of us come closer and closer to him in this year so that he will do mighty and greater thing. He will say, what he it what is in his heart so that he will share with you most of the time we don't pay attention we don't give time for god to speak to us whatever we wanted to speak we just go and narrate it everything and we come but also it differs how many minutes you are praying 15 minutes 30 minutes i do not know some people they may not be able to that's why we go they list and they pray and these are all the things I completed, wind up, fold up your paper and go. It is not like that. Anyhow, let's go. What, what God has stored for us in this portion, let us see. In the, first, in the second word, it says, continue earnestly in prayer. Paul, in the other version, he says, Paul begins with saying that, devote yourselves to prayer. That NASB says, continue earnestly in prayer. That's what the King James Version says. And in the original language it says, continue steadfastly in prayer. Just to see the highlights and the emphasis. Continue steadfastly in prayer. The word is translated continue steadfastly is one of the, the original language. It can be trans, uh, tra translated Persistent. So, adhere firmly to or remain devoted to or to give unremitted care. It cares with the persistent in the idea of the dedication. So, our prayer should be a dedicated, persistent prayer. Dedicational prayers. Steadfast prayer. You see, there are differences. But you know, altogether, Devote yourself. It is a, persist, a persistent prayer is most important. That's what in this passage, Paul is highlighting that. So it is a very powerful word. And in this verse, is given as, as an impressive and command. And in other words, persistence in prayer is not an option for a Christian. It is an order of the Lord for himself. So two of the most instructive parables Jesus told on prayer. One is from Luke 18. You know about it, about the persistent prayer. 
And the other one is from Luke 11. Both have to do with being persistent and not giving up in prayer. There are scriptures. 18.1 says, Now he was telling them a parable to show them that at all times they have to pray and not to lose heart. At all times. See, we know at all times we have to rejoice. At all times we have to praise. But none of us think about at all times we have to pray. But Jesus said, all time you have to pray. Amen? Amen? For everything, for anything, at any time, anywhere, we are commanded to pray to, to the Lord, to speak to him. That's what we know from Isaiah 40, 31. Yet, those who wait upon the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with the wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Ephesians 6.18 says, Pray in the Spirit at all times with every kind of prayer and petition. To this end, stay alert with all perseverance in your prayers for all the saints. Another parable what he has said is Luke 11.9 is where we find the promises that says, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, that you shall find it. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. It is not a new scripture for you. We know this scripture from our childhood. From the Sunday school we are learning this. But, how far we are practicing or applying in our personal and a prayer life is only known to us as an individual. So the scripture says, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Jesus does not want us to give up in prayer. He instructs us to be persistent in our prayer. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. The same thing, seek and you will find it. And Luke eleven ten, for everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. Now, there is a difference between the persistent prayer and a long prayer. Let us make the difference. It is not that we are praying, if we are praying about one hour and one day, a long prayer. Some people, when they start praying, some people they don't pray. That is different. Some people, they pray five minutes or ten minutes. That is all different. Some people, when they start, they do not know where to close it. And uh, though, so one of the secrets, as, as I learned, as I heard is, those who pray less at home, inside, they will pray long prayer outside. That is the indication. Those who make a simple prayer and a short prayer in the public, they will have prayer longer prayer in a personal in the closet so this, I learned this and I watched so don't copy it and hear whatever I said it but the different we should what we learn, learn is persistent prayer it differs from long prayer so persistent long prayer is not a persistent prayer so, it is not one time. Persistent means keep on asking and asking and asking and until you get it. That is another. In my experience, I have uh, come across so many things. And it may not be uh, applicable to everybody. But uh, some people are having uh, some kind of uh, uh, practices in receiving from God. And uh, once you ask, you don't ask it. Because you may think that uh, it is unfair to ask. But the, the, how you apply it, you ask it, you believe it that you receive it. Subsequently, you keep on praising God for that believing that you receive it. But doesn't mean once I ask, that's it. You wind up your hands and you kept quiet. Because already I asked. No. Keep on asking God. 
and the persistent prayer is most important. And uh, some people will give up easy. They're quiet because, quit because they say they don't feel like praying. The joy is gone. So sometimes they give up because what to do? It is not. Sometimes immediately we label it. So it is not God's will for me to take. That's why. Anyhow, now time is short. As I said, I have to go with just a reference. Second reason in this is pray with passion. The word says, if you are persistent in something, it stands to reason that you ought to be passionate about it. In fact, Paul says we should be vigilant or be watchful. It is the opposite of slothfulness. This describes passionate prayer. Jesus was passionate about his prayer life. It was something he was always doing. And every time he see Jesus praying, he was praying with passion. In Luke 3.1, at his baptism, while he was praying, the heaven was open. So, the passionate prayer gives, opens heaven. When, you are, when your prayer is passionate, heavens will open. You believe it? Say amen to that. Your passionate prayer should open heaven to receive your blessings. Secondly, Luke 3.1. Uh, Luke 6.12. Before he called his disciples, he, sent, he spent the whole night in prayer. So the passionate prayer gives direction. If you are not knowing about your direction, God wants you to direct you. God expects you to pray a passionate prayer. In Luke 9.29, at his transfiguration, and while he was praying, the appearance of his face became different, and his clothing became white and gleaming. That means passionate prayer enables us to experience the glory of the Father. Have you gone through that experience? I had it. I do not know, but my neighbor told me and how my face was gloomy and uh, glorious. So, how we should seek and desire in our heart. We should have, we should pray like Jesus Christ. He is a classic example. There is no other, no other person for us to follow in prayer. There are people like a Paul, but in the priority, Jesus Christ is the classic example for us to follow, to experience, to have heavenly experience on this earth. Hello? Do you want a heavenly experience on this earth? Have a passionate prayer as Jesus prayed. In John 17, in his high priestly prayer, passionate prayer impacts the lives of others. He was praying for us as his disciples. In Matthew 26, 39, in the Garden of Gethsemane, it is only through passionate prayer that we can pour out our hearts to God. That's why time and again I used to say, whenever I come here, whenever you pray, pray from your heart. Not from your lips. Even praising from your heart. Not from your lips alone. Yes, we can. The voice, we can make out. But first of all, it should be from our heart. So let us learn to pray from our heart. Open your heart unto the Lord. In Luke 23, 24. As he was hanging on the cross. A life that is lived in passionate prayer will be enable us to maintain the spirit even in the most different uh, circumstances. Jesus always prayed with passion because he knew who is it was and he was talking to and he knew that prayer to the Father is a powerful thing and not something to take lightly. Prayer from the heart, that is what the passionate prayer is. It is Prayer from your heart, not 
just from your head people used to have the knowledge about the prayer but knowledge is necessary i cannot say you don't need it knowledge is needed but whenever you come to the lord you have to pray from your heart because of the time let's go and move on to the uh, other thing and uh, thirdly in this scripture what we learn is pray with thankfulness so we are start keep on thanking this year in the last one month and even recently we came to know we learn and learn and we have to search for how to thank god what are the way every any difficult situation if you go through whatever it is but even in the midst of it better you have to search in what way i can thank god in the midst of the difficult situation if you do so you will rejoice you will honor god when you have everything plenty and surplus and thanking god is it is easy anybody can do that some people may forget but anybody can do that but only when you are sick or any other difficult situation when you go through please look into the situation and thank god what way you can what for you can and how you can thank god you think about it and you do it and your life become very light and very blessed and the thankfulness why paul always in every so all everywhere he was thing it is not even even now even from the old testament people keep on thanking god for everything what god has been to them and paul is here and emphasizing his churches and the individuals and few scriptures we will read ephesians 5:20 tells us thanksgiving is the natural result of being filled with walking under the influence of the holy spirit philippians 6:46 tells us that do not be anxious or nothing but everything we should pray giving thanks and we make our petitions known to god thessalonians 5:18 all of us know tells us that giving thanks at all times that is god's will in christ jesus colossians 3:17 says that as a believers everything we say or do should be done in the name of the lord jesus christ as to give thanks to the father first timothy 4:4 says that food and marriage are good things given to us but god and or to be received with a thanksgiving and gratitude i don't find time to explain that one but how good it is see sometimes it is like getting marriage getting marriage if you get married you have to speak to one another so praying is something we are married to our god so without the communication that it is not a life at all just imagine in that way and fourthly pray for making intercession pray for making intercession that's what he is asking about the colossian churches to pray for him as we have heard in the beginning this year we are going to serve better than all ever before in the past years to serve and to share the gospel we need prayer of one another that's what when it was said i felt myself i should ask you to pray during even my sharing this word to you and the intercessory prayer is basically praying for others that all of you know it is praying for god's will to be done in the lives of other people intercessory prayer characterizes the prayer life of jesus himself see we have this many people as pastor was telling in the beginning thursdays why thursday intercession is kept i know most of us we have a practical reason or a valid reason that all of you are working but those who are not working those who can co- complete their work before 6 o'clock or 5:30 they can very well come because thursday is the day of preparation for friday service 
See, in the last, uh, last week, after the completion of our fasting prayer, and the last day, how many of us we came there in the hall? It is four times more than the regular people. How it is possible? When it is possible on that day, okay, this is the year end, we are all fasting for seven days, and we are going together as a corporate prayer, and there is something different. So with the expectant heart, most of you came. I'm not blaming anybody, those who are not there. Just, it is a plea before you, and it is for your blessings. If you come and you pray, and that is the way you can serve God. Making intercession, praying for others, it is a secret ministry. No one knows it. No title. You are not having any position. You are an intercessor. That's it. Anybody can do it. No qualification, no degree. Just if you know to speak to God, if you wish to speak to God, you can just join the intercessory prayer. Just stand in the gap. That is the meaning of intercessor. Jesus Christ is the one of the intercessor. As he was on the earth, he prayed for his disciples. As he was on the earth, he was praying for himself. Even now he is praying. That's what the scripture says. It is not me. He sits at the right hand of the Father and he interceding on behalf of each and every one of us. That is not our faith. Hello? It's not your faith? Do you believe that God, Jesus Christ is interceding before the Father on behalf of you? We are not consumed because of our sins. We are not punished for our sins. It is purely God's grace. It is Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, who stands as a mediator in between the Father and the enemy, interceding on our behalf. That is why God's grace is abundance in our life as we are sitting here. So, Jesus Christ invites every one of us to join with him to pray. Is it not wonderful? Doing the same ministry? If I wanted to share the testimony, but testimony, there is no time for me to share. How God blessed me in that way, and it will, I will take one day uh, to share about all those things. Anyhow, intercession is the very secret ministry. Anybody can, everybody can do it. You can pray for yourself and you can pray for others. When you are praying for others, definitely without you praying, your need will be met. That is my experience I am telling from this place. When I am praying for others, I forget about myself. But many people are praying for me. But God blesses me and fulfills the desires of my heart. I, glory, I give all glory to my God. Few scriptures I will just highlight to you. In Isaiah 53, 12, Bible says, He himself bore the sins of many and uh, interceded for the transgressions. Luke 22, 23 says, Jesus tells Peter, I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Luke 23, 34, On the cross, Jesus was praying for the others when he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know for they are doing, what they are doing. John 14, 15, Jesus interceded for us, asking the Father, send the Holy Spirit. John 17, 19 says, He prayed for us, the church, and is the high priestly prayer. Listen to the intercessory nature of this prayer. Even Romans 8, 34 tells us that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us, as I said just now. So, dear brothers and sisters, intercessory is, should be part of our prayer life, standing in the gap. So, today, what God wants us to know is, from this, this scripture, Colossians chapter, two, chapter 4, verse 2, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving and what we have presented to you. Our prayer should be 
persistent our prayer should be passionate our prayer should be with a thanksgiving our prayer should be as we should be as an intercessor four things very easy to remember persistent passionate thanksgiving and with the intercession if you do so god gives us the promise okay before closing there are something for us to just to know and to check as a checklist prayer engages god enables god's people and enlarges his kingdom when you pray and pray and pray the kingdom of god enlarges right jesus said without me you can do nothing until we have prayed we can do nothing but once we have prayed we can accomplish anything are you ready to pray are you ready to pray there is a question next slide just think about it what does your prayer life look like this morning you know about it are you persistent in your prayer thirdly are your prayers passionate or are they perfunctory fourthly are they filled with intensity and fever or are they weak timid and lacking faith you know about your prayer life just apply this question and see where you are what about your gratitude how much you are thankful to god for what all the things you are received think about it how much time you are spend thanking god for all he has done for you and who are you praying for particularly the unsaved people though from our family from our friend circle here after here we are keep on encouraging last year was the year of evangelism how many souls we have in individually how many people we share the gospel but to continue that work of evangelism we need prayer if our prayer is not enough we have if we have not prayed enough evangelism may not be successful that's what in the scripture paul was asking the colossian church to pray to preach the word with all utterance with boldness to share the gospel so in the same way we should be sharing the god's word and is there anyone in your life that you are praying will get saved is there a burden on your heart to see god's kingdom expand to see his will done these are all the questions i present before you and this year the precept is this colossian 42 continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with a thanksgiving that is the precept of the year the promise is coming from to us from psalm 145 verse 17 the lord is righteous in all his ways gracious in all his works the lord is near to all who call on upon him hello you are not included in that hall if you identify yourself you should be excited i should be one that is why even in the beginning itself pastor has taken all your confession commitment you confess it from your mouth all of you did it i do not know how many of you remember everything you know what are the things pastor has said do you remember 
This year, what you are going to do? Let me finish the promise. The Lord is near to all who call upon Him. Say Amen to that. So it is not, see, God is expecting us to have a persistent prayer by force. And uh, when you are, even after hearing all these things, you are keeping cool, very cool. And some people even don't smile when we come to the church. It, it looks, uh, but in the house of God, we should be always joyful, is it? And we should be always watchful. Always always watchful in the sense what are the words God is speaking what is mine here you should be prepared always attentive to grasp everything that is mine that is because of me that is to me only so as much as possible you have to take it suppose if somebody thrown the uh, currency here how many of you run and grasp it God's word is more precious than the worldly currency Verse 19, he will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He also will hear the cry and save them. So the promise is this. Even from Psalm 91, pastor said everything. One after one. But even in that also, those who ask him, those who love him, he will fulfill your desire. Here. The promise is, first of all, the Lord is righteous in all his ways. Gracious in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. Everyone who calls upon him, that is prayer. To, call, to all who call upon him in truth, that is also a condition. We can call upon him. We should be one among all, but we call upon him in truth. And the answer is, he will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. If you are the one having a desire, whatever is not answered in the past year, 2016, 2017, God will fulfill your desire in the name of the Lord and for the glory of God. I declare... Year 2017 is the year of prayer. The year of prayer. God will fulfill your desire. Let's close our eyes. Prepare ourselves. Now is the time for us to come to the Lord's prayer. There are... Yes, prepare ourselves. Let the pastor come on. Just continue to be in an attitude of prayer. Just take a moment to thank God for that promise. Psalms 145 verses 17 to 19a. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, gracious in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. Just take a moment to say thank you, Lord. Just appreciate God for who he is. God has given us an open check, actually, for 2017. He said, all you need to do is call on me. All he's, we need to do is call on him. And he has said that he will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. If that is not an open check, I don't know what an open check is. Just thank God. 2016 is gone. Forget about it. Let's not carry 
the burdens of 2016. 2017 is the time when God has said, call on me. It's the time for us to have a daily one-on-one -on -one conversation with God. Just enjoy that. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now it's time for us to celebrate the Lord's table. So will we, shall we turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and let's take verses 23 to 32. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. And when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Today is the first day of the new year, 2017. And today we commemorate and celebrate the Lord's table. Have you prepared yourself for this celebration? Have you prepared yourself for this celebration? Yes or no? It's a celebration. A celebration requires smiles on your face. A celebration requires joy in your face. We are celebrating the life that God has given us. We were dead in sin. But if Jesus had not shed his blood and given his body for you and me, we would be dead. There would be nothing for us to celebrate. But today, if we are celebrating, we are celebrating life. We are celebrating the life that was won on that cross. So let's have joy in our hearts. Let's have joy in our face. Let's see all 32 teeth. Praise God. Remember that the bread, the bread is symbolic of the body of Christ. And when we eat the bread at the Lord's table, we do it in remembrance of the sin, sinless body of Jesus that bore our sins on that cross. The cup in the Lord's table is the blood of the Lamb of God that was shed for our salvation. That's what we read. But it also requires us, according to the Word of God, that when we come to the Lord's table, we come with personal preparation. Verse 28 tells us this, let a man examine himself. So let's take a moment. Just take a moment. We are running out of time, so let's take a moment. Be in an attitude of prayer as we take a, a, a few minutes just to think of ourselves, to examine ourselves. Are we taking this Lord's table in an unworthy manner? Am I prepared to receive the body and blood of the Lord? 
am I starting this year right with the Lord? Because if you aren't, just tell God. Tell God. Remember, this is the year of prayer. Talk to God. Start talking now. Just tell him, I want to get right with you. I want to get right with you. I don't want to start 2017 on the wrong foot. Church, let's just pray to God. Thank you, Father. We give glory to you. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done on that cross, Lord. For God, if, it was, if you had not done what you did, we would be lost. We would have no future. But we thank you, Lord, that you shed your blood. You gave your body in death that we may have life. But we thank you, Lord, that on that third day you rose again. And in that one act, you defeated sin and Satan. Father God, we give glory to you. And Father God, even as we come to partake and remembrance of what you did, we pray, Lord, that we will be celebrating that life that you have given us. We thank you, Lord. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Father God, we continue, Lord, to remember that which we are going to take. The elements, the bread, and the wine. Pray, Lord, that you sanctify that which has been laid out. And, and even as we take it, we will remember what they actually signify. We pray for every one of us who's going to be coming and partaking of the Lord's table. And we ask, Lord, that as we come, we come with the right attitude, we come with the right remembrance, and we don't take it casual in our life. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, please remember that the Lord's table is for all those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his or her personal savior and have obeyed him in taking water baptism by immersion. So if you haven't done this, if you haven't accepted the Lord as your personal Lord and savior, if you haven't taken water baptism by immersion, please abstain from the Lord's table. Please meditate on the word of God. Look at your own life and consider receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior at the earliest opportunity. For those who are going to be partaking of the Lord's table, the ushers will guide you as you come forward. Come with an attitude of gratitude even as you come. In Jesus' name.
on our feet as we shut down in this service. Amen. Amen. Once again, we welcome you to this year of prayer. And I like to encourage you to get set for the greatest flight in destiny. Amen. Amen. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Praise the Lord. Now God has been mindful of us. And you know that this church is a church of order. So I have good news with me here. The calendar for the year is here. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. My wife was speaking prophetically that um, she believes it will not be tabletop this year. So she must have seen into the spirit. So it's not tabletop, it's wall top. Amen. Amen. And it is one per family. So husband and wife and children, collect one, in case you don't understand what one per family means. Wife, husband, and children, one copy. Not wife, one copy, and husband, one copy. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And if your family has not been privileged to collect one, there will be more copies available to you. Let's stretch forth our hands to this calendar that every house it enters, there shall be unusual turnarounds this year. Come on, somebody release that word. Lord, we dedicate this calendar to you. Every house that it enters this year, every family, every home where this calendar dwells, your word, your presence, your grace, your glory shall be made manifest there in the name of Jesus. Lord, we decree that this word goes forth to find manifestation, to find fulfillment in every life and in every home. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. So let's make sure we collect from the ushers as we go and God bless you. On Thursday, as we have been told, there is prayer meeting, intercessory meeting, prayer has started. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And on this Thursday, we will know the people that are ready for God this year. So make sure you are there. Prayer has started. Thursday, 5.30 p.m., we are here in the old church praying. And on Friday, we have the regular worship time 12 o'clock and it is going to be another time in fellowshipping in the communion. Let's make sure we are there and let's make sure we are set for the Lord this year. Amen? Amen. I'd like us to receive the spirit of grace and supplication. It is impossible to pray like we have been told without the help of the Holy Spirit. I receive on this altar the first day of this year the spirit of prayer. Lord, let it come upon me and my family. Divine enablement to stand on the altar of prayer all through the year. I shall not go down in my prayer life. Lord, set my prayer altar on fire. Today, I receive fresh fire upon my prayer altar. Somebody take grace today. Take divine enablement. Take divine environment. Lord, set my heart. Set my prayer altar on fire. Set me on fire. I receive grace to stand on the prayer altar. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Your prayer altar will be ever burning hotter and hotter this year. Before you call, God will answer. While you are here speaking, he will show up this year. In the name of Jesus. Please understand that every praying altar... It's an altar with a difference. That means, like Pastor said, this year, your case is different. Amen. 
men may be going down, but you be going up. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Get set for the best time in the Lord this year, and I know you shall not be disappointed. Amen. Go in peace. Amen. Every day of this year shall be like Christmas for you. Amen. Every door you knock, seven shall open to Amen. you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. No weeping all through this year. Amen. Only tears of joy in your habitation. Amen. Every order, every call you give and you issue, heaven shall stamp it for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The zeal of the Lord of all shall perform it. Amen. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. I'm sure Pastor Lakon will give us the greeting for the year. Amen. Amen. Last year it was evangelism and uh, we answer what? Glory. Amen. Amen. So I know he's going to come and tell us how we greet ourselves and how you will answer. Make sure you obey. Praise the Lord. And as you obey, God will stamp it for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands to the Lord. Get up for the Lord. Amen. There is, there is refreshment for you to help you prepare for prayer. <laughs> God, is, God is orderly. Uh, so that you know, say it's because I didn't eat. Uh, after eating spiritual, eat physical. Because the journey is far. Today is first. We are going to 31st of December. God will answer your prayers. Jesus name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now this year by God's grace this is a year of prayer and God will answer. So when I say as I pray you will say the Lord will answer me. Amen. Because it's going to be your prayers. And as you are praying it the church is praying. And our story is changing in the name of Jesus. Amen. So when I say, as I pray, I the, Lord will answer. Answer the Lord will answer me as, as I pray. Amen. Now you turn to your neighbor. And you're going to confess that to him. As I pray, the Lord will answer me. The Lord will answer me as I pray. And that shall be your story throughout this year in the name of Jesus. Go in peace in Jesus' name. Let's share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. As I pray, and the Lord will answer me as I pray. God bless you. There's refreshment, don't forget. Amen.